You're listening to Adam Carricker on The Ticket on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Phil Pellini. How you doing, my friend? Hey, Adam, how's it going? That's quite an introduction. Appreciate that. Dude, I appreciate you joining me. So I promised the fans I was going to grill you. Like, this is going to be a heated <laughs> session. Can you handle it? Oh, man, bring it on. Let's All right. It Friday after Monday afternoon. I like it. My first question, how is the cat doing? The cat is good. The cat, you know, it's speaking of myths and legends, the cat is, the cat's there. I, you know, I actually have, I don't don't know if I should say too much about this, but I have actually have, my family has cats in real life. So there's actually real life, you know, cat in the Fopolini, in the Fopolini life. And uh, they're doing well. The cat's doing well. What can I say? All right, so full disclosure, the characters will never have a cat in our house. I, we are dog people. We are not cat people. Sorry. And we are not snake Listen, people. It, My son's it, it favorite me, animal I'd is a rattlesnake. Like you on that front, but I get, I get regularly outvoted yeah. in my house here. <laughs> my son's favorite animal is a rattlesnake, and he keeps asking for a snake in the house, and I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, and if you get one in your house one day, I will not come visit you. I will stay in a hotel and see the grandkids that way whenever that time comes. All right, next question. All right, what is Faux Polini doing now? What are you currently doing at the moment? Like doing in life creatively, or what am I doing standing in this room as I'm talking to you right now? All right, let me expound on that just a smidge. <laughs> when people follow you on Twitter, okay, yeah. what are you tweeting about at the moment? Like what can people expect to see from you on Twitter? Well, people probably noticed like, I've been tweeting less probably lately the last couple of years and especially the last six months. I mean, I'm still there, still try to throw up, you know, smart aleck things whenever I can. But um, what I try to do is stay, you know, whatever the latest sporting event, current event is that people seem to be paying attention to that I'm paying attention to. I'll try to think up some, you know, goofy tweet to throw up there about. Obviously, the main part of the, the, the uh, focus is always, Nebraska football season, football season in general, Nebraska football season in particular. So that's when things really kind of heat up. Um, but, you know, anything and everything lately, lately, a lot of the uh, stuff I've been put up, like a lot of people on Twitter is actually about Twitter or about Elon Musk. He seems to be giving us a lot of uh, a lot of content as people try to figure out what Twitter is be and if it's going to survive and what it's going to look like and all that stuff. So, you know. Tweeting about Twitter is weird, but, you know, that's part of what I, you know, part of what I've been paying attention to, I guess you'd say, lately. Have you ever gotten in trouble for what you've tweeted about Twitter on Twitter? Has that ever been an issue for you? I have, you know, it's a good question because I don't think anybody really knows. Most of the time, you don't really know if you're being punished by Twitter for tweeting about Twitter. I know that there are some tweets that I put out about Elon Musk specifically, which he's just fun to tweet about because he's got, again, great content creator. No matter how you feel about him, he's just, seems to want the spotlight and where we all give it to him. But I've actually tweeted some stuff about him or to him, you know, just replying to him and stuff that definitely get fewer views than you would expect or compared to other tweets I send. So there's definitely something going on. 
I know he's not being honest about what he's, you know, who he squelches and how he squelches them. So that's kind of funny. Um, that's a, that's, it's kind of a funny mystery, but really interesting. When you, when you say something bad about Twitter or when you say something bad about Elon Musk, mysteriously, it kind of gets tucked away behind some invisible wall. So not as many people see it. So if people aren't seeing my tweets about Twitter. That's, that's probably why. All right. So getting back to Polini, the cat, things that matter the most on planet Earth. All right. How did Fopolini yeah. get started? Did you just start an account, start tweeting funny things, and it took off? What was the inspiration behind the Fopolini account way back in the day, for those who don't know? Way back in the day, yeah. So it really just kind of came about when um, – this is going way back. I mean, I'm telling you, I think it was 2010 when that was when Bo was kind of like at the peak of his of his most bonus of being, you know, kind of <laughs> bonus, the crazy, I like it. The, the, the caricature of who we are or who we think yeah. of him as being. Remember that the, I think it was the A&M game where he screamed at Taylor Martinez and like yep. Taylor Martinez went to the locker room and called his dad and all that weird stuff out. And like Carl yeah. was, you know, getting into it at the 50 yard line after games. And it was really peak Bo. And I just started to get to know Twitter at that time and decided, I can't even remember why I did it. I think it was bored late one night and just got a, you know, the, the fake Bo Polini Twitter handle and just started tweeting. I guess I was looking for some sort of creative outlet because I started, you know, tweeting as Bo Polini. I quickly got to know the rules of Twitter around impersonating people versus being a parody account because I I think my Twitter handle originally was just Coach Bo Polini, which was, which is not cool. And any any stretch um, where I was kind of pretending to be him, I wasn't really thinking it through. And um, yeah. Twitter quickly sl- slapped me down for that um, and made me change it. And that's where the Bo Polini handle came around. But just to make clear that it's this is not Bo Polini. I thought it was funny that they thought that people might think it was actually him. These crazy tweets. So I had to I had to change that. But, uh, yeah, so it just started then, and I just started kind of tweeting during football games and just other random weird thoughts that came in my head since then. And it sort of took off and, you know, took on a life of its own for reasons I still I'm, – I'm grateful for it, but I don't totally understand it, to be honest with you. It's kind of funny how it all worked out. I don't know why. It is funny how we remember some things, and then we don't remember other things in our lives. I still remember the night – there was some sort of major sporting event going on on TV. But once Nebraska fans saw what was happening on Twitter, nobody cared. I remember the night Bo Pelini took to Twitter. I was upstairs in my bedroom. I just had surgery not too long before. Got this whole contraption on my knee. Okay. And I see Bo Pelini tweet to you something about it's time to give the cat back. I still remember that night, plain as day. Uh, as I sit here and describe it. And all of a sudden, I didn't care about what was on TV. All I cared about, whoa. So I got to ask, did you ever, in fact, give the cat back to Bo, or did he get a bar of the cat? I told I told him he could have it back, I think, that night. Um, I, rem- I remember that night very clearly also, as you might, might guess. It was actually the national championship game. I can't remember which one it was. Now. Is that what it was? It was some football. major event. I yeah, can't remember what it was. It was, yeah, it might have been Notre Dame was playing at um, Alabama. I can't remember whatever it was. Oh, that's not a major yeah. event, but go ahead. That was, <laughs> that was, 
a crazy, that was crazy. That was truly crazy. Uh, and I didn't expect it either. And a lot of people just, you know, Twitter blew up and my DMs blew up and my mentions blew up. And I think it actually, I was on my iPad. I think it crashed my iPad or crashed the app in the iPad or whatever. But uh, yeah, I think I told them that was one of those things where I thought, oh my God, you know, I got to come up with something great as a comeback. Everybody's going to be watching. People are you know, paying yep. attention. Bo no Plini pressure. Tweeted it. Bo Plini, I, I got to come up with the greatest tweet of all time. I don't even remember what it was other than to answer your question. I think I told them you could have it back or something like that. But I remember being very disappointed. I felt like I whiffed. I was, it was too much pressure too. It was too quick. I didn't come up with a great, a great reply, but that was definitely a, that was definitely a memorable crazy night. Definitely a top, definitely a top three on Twitter. That's for sure. All right, I got to ask this, and I think I already know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyways. Is there any sort of chance you would ever consider becoming faux Matt Rule? Um, I guess there's always a chance, but I really don't think so. Um, I messed around with a Mike Riley one for – actually, I had a Scott Frost one. What am I saying? I, I guess there's a chance because I, I messed around with those for a little bit, the other ones. But never really got into it. It's, um, I think I doubt it. I think someone else can take, take, you know, take that and run with it, um, because it takes a lot of not to not to make it sound like it's something bigger than it is or more complicated than it is. I mean, it's just Twitter, but it takes some time to really kind of think about how you're going to do it and come up with, you know, make sure it matches the voice of what a pretend character is or like an amplified version of whatever the the guy is that you're pretending to be. And I don't yeah, know what, I like, I definitely know what the amplified version of Bo Pelini is, which is, you know, a crazy maniac who screams at mailmen. I don't know what the amplified <laughs> version of Matt rule is maybe just a super nice, chatty, talkative, nervous guy or something. Um, and the amplified version of Scott Frost. I don't even know what the regular version of Scott Frost is. much less the amplified one. And so, I don't know. Someone else can figure that out. It, I don't. I don't think it's going to be me. I get it. I totally get it, dude. All right, we got a question from Guilt Nerd. All right, Mister Foe. I'm going to call you Mister Foe from now on. I like that. How proud were you when Bo brought the cat to the spring game? <laughs> I think that's another one where I don't know if pride is the right word. I guess it was cool. It was definitely cool. I think it's kind of like when he tweeted me during that game. It was more shock and awe, and I will say that seeing seeing that <laughs> every time I see the picture, it's still even though it was almost ten years ago, I still can't believe it. Um, it was, I guess it's pride, probably ten percent pride, eighty percent shock, and then the other ten percent thinking like, oh my god, I'm on this guy's radar screen. I hope he doesn't try to have me murdered or something like that. But um, that was that was fun. That was a that was a weird one, but a good time. So I assume you. I'm just going to ask: Did you ever get the chance to meet Bo, Carl, chat with him, text with him, anything in any way, shape, or form, uh, outside of the realm of Twitter? No, nope, I have not met him. I would. I guess I'd like to meet Bo. Although I, I don't know what that meeting would be like, but I guess I would. And Carl, definitely not. I think I'm not ever going to be on Carl's Christmas card list. I've been obnoxious to him over the years it's kind of dialed that back a little bit but even though people seem to enjoy the 
deep, crazy Carl Rain things. But uh, I will say this, and this is why I know that I won't be Carl's buddy anytime soon. But um, he got on Twitter. This is a few years ago, but he got on Twitter. Um, just got a new Twitter account a few years ago, whenever it was. And, you know, I had tweeted Carl craziness, you know, over over the years. Yeah. And he got on Twitter, and someone, everybody alerted me really quickly, like, oh, my God, Carl Pellini's on Twitter. you got to follow him and interact with him or whatever. So he'd been on probably an hour, maybe less than an hour, when people were letting me know that. So I quickly went to his profile to see if it was really him and everything. It turns out, yes, not only was it him, but he had already blocked me like within, yep. within a half hour of putting up the account. <laughs> so I don't think we're going to be best friends. All right. You guys won't be exchanging Christmas cards, I guess. I will say this. So Bo was the D coordinator my redshirt freshman year. Carl uh, helped coach the defensive line. Obviously, you know, Bo's a fiery guy. I think Carl is just as fiery, just in a, in a not as demonstrative type way. The other yeah. thing I kind of noticed over the years, and I don't mean this as a negative thing or a positive thing, just an observation. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Carl, uh, Carl seems just a little bit more sensitive maybe than Bo, whereas Bo will get mad, but he, he might not block you on Twitter. He might just unfollow you, whereas Carl might get mad. He's going to go straight to blocking you right away. So I don't know. Yeah. Take that for whatever it is. Last question I got for you, and I'm going to leave this up to your discretion because I'm just looking for a peek behind the curtain of the man behind Bo Pelini. But obviously, you share whatever you want to share and whatever you're comfortable with. So my, my questions are this. Are you a Nebraska fan? Are you from Nebraska? Uh, if you're cool, you know, do you still currently live in Nebraska? If you're cool with answering that, and what do you do for a living? Again, three-part question. You can answer all three or zero, whatever you're cool with. Yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you some, some, some of this is out there and other, like, you know, really been out there. But, I huge Nebraska fan. I grew up in Omaha. I'm a huge Nebraska fan and still a huge Nebraska fan. Will always be a big Nebraska fan. That's kind of what this was born out of. And that's what, that's what my tweeting during games kind of became. That was actually, those were actually probably my crazy ranting feelings and thoughts. What happened during games when I'm, you know, experiencing the games, whether it's good or bad, mostly bad lately. But uh, when you see those tweets in the games, that's, that's not, Made up. That's me, probably. Um, yeah. But I yeah grew up in Omaha. Huge Nebraska fan. I live in the Chicago area now, and you know, so there's a, there's a pretty good Nebraska contingent here. That um, it's good that you know we'll try to go to a bar and get to games. I go to the Northwestern games whenever they're in town, so that's fun too. But uh, yeah, no, it's the the Nebraska fan part of the Twitter account and the tweets is definitely. Definitely authentic. That's part of part of the deal, and probably always will be. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, as always, I'll continue to follow you on Twitter. All right, I know you're thinking about them tweets before you send it out. I always enjoy them, so I appreciate it. Thank you for your time, my friend. You got it, Adam. Take care. All right, we'll be right back, Husker fans, real quick. Shout out to GE Landscape Supply. All right, check them out at GELandscapesupply.com. Come, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.